Hey Branches, it's Colin. We're on day two of our reading through the Gospel of Mark. It's February 15th. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday. And we're continuing our journey along with Jesus. And today we see him call his first disciples. And really what I'm titling, we see Jesus is a rabbi with authority. So we see Jesus show up, do some stuff, say some stuff that draws people's attention. They're attracted to his leadership as an authority and uh, they want to follow him. So we pick up then in Mark chapter 1, starting in verse 16. So we'll read that this morning, offer some reflection. Thanks for listening today. Here's Mark chapter 1, verse 16. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in the boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Just then... There was in their synagogues a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. Here we see Jesus kind of taking command. He's been out in the wilderness being tempted by the devil, and he offers this uh, initial sermon or the sermon tagline we heard last week, repent and believe the good news, repent, believe the gospel. Maybe you heard that yesterday when you received ashes, if you participated in an Ash Wednesday service. And now he's off uh, teaching, gathering people, and we see him call his first disciples. And I'm always really struck by the fact that uh, he calls these sons of Zebedee and they immediately leave their nets. Uh, there's really no kind of uh, pre-conversation that's recorded here where he kind of tries to convince them or sell them on what he's trying to do, but they immediately leave their nets. And I think what it is is this compelling promise, I will make you fish for people. You may not know this. I actually just learned this a few years ago, but this isn't a phrase original to Jesus. It's a phrase that other rabbis would say. To be a a fisher of people or a gatherer of people would mean to have an audience around you, to have a circle of people that listened to your teaching, followed you, tried to emulate you and imitate you. And it wasn't original to Jesus. And so this was something they would have been familiar with. And they're like, I'm, I'm ready to drop my fishing nets. I'm ready to stop being this day laborer and to be a fisher for people just like this Rabbi Jesus or just like the Rabbi John the Baptist or other rabbis in the first century. In fact, they, they leave their dad behind. They uh, immediately drop their nets and follow Jesus and leave the hired men behind. And so there's this kind of question is like following Jesus uh, is the cost to leave our family behind? Is the cost to leave what's dear to us behind? Is the cost to leave our old life behind and immediately take up this new life? And I have to be honest with you, I don't know if I would be as eager as these first disciples. And it's something worth pondering. Do we have that immediate response to the calling of Jesus? Just like 
uh, we said Jesus is a rabbi like John the Baptist or other first century rabbis we know about, and he taught with authority. That's something else that really drew people's attention. We hear that they were astounded by his teaching uh, because he spoke with authority. He wasn't kind of halvesies on it, if we want to say it that way, that yeah, Jesus actually, with, with powerful authority, um, invited people to follow him, and he taught in the synagogue on the Sabbath, just like a good, faithful um, Jewish rabbi, many of which they would have been familiar with. Uh, not only do the people that are worshiping in the synagogue notice who Jesus is and what he's about and that he has authority, but we see that an unclean spirit has possessed a man, and in the synagogue he confronts Jesus. And they speak in the plural, very strange, kind of ominous, Jesus of Nazareth, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus' identity is unveiled, and we'll actually talk about this in the next few days about this this open secret about Jesus. But what's really compelling here is that Again, the authority is shown by Jesus, not just by his teaching, but that he's able to rid and free this man of the unclean spirit. And they say, what is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even unclean spirits and they obey him. He's commanded these fishermen to come follow him and they immediately drop their nets and follow him. He commands this unclean spirit to leave this man or maybe plural unclean spirits and they leave him and they obey him. And then we get this kind of tease that his fame begins to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. People start to pick up on this Jesus guy. He teaches new things. He's winsome. He's magnetic. People want to be around him. He can free people from unclean spirits. We'll see a little later that he can heal people from their physical ailments. They're drawn to it. There's some clear guidance. I think we can all think of someone in our life that's that's compelling because they're, they're clear. They have charted a good path. They're worth following. They might be worth imitating. You want to be just like them, a mentor in some way. And I think we can see that facet of Jesus's life here. He had a charismatic personality, we we could guess. Uh, he taught some things that were compelling. It wasn't just the same old, same old teaching, but something new. Jesus is a first century rabbi who teaches with authority. And I think we do well to remember that facet of Jesus's life that facet of his teaching, and for us as his followers and students now to treat him as a good, faithful, thoughtful, powerful, commanding, authoritative rabbi in our life. Not just to consult him from time to time, but maybe if we're feeling up to it, immediately dropping what we're doing and seeking to follow him in everything that we do. Again, I'm glad that you're on this journey with us as we continue in Mark. We're going to finish up chapter one tomorrow as we make our way into the weekend. Hope you have a great day wherever you're listening. Follow Jesus as your rabbi this week. See you next time.